This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You're listening to The Morning Run. I'm Shazana with Philip and Xiaoning. Let's get a quick update on how the FBM KLCI is looking like at 9.20 a.m. Still flat, actually really no, not going anywhere. It is uh, only up point, uh, well, point 0.1% as we speak. 1,475 points. Actually, the rest of the region also in the green at this moment. Uh, Korea has just entered into positive territory and not much changes on the value board. The new IPO, IT Max, still doing very well, up 34%. One ringgit and 44 cents. IPO price was one ringgit and seven cents. All right, let's turn our attention over to um, the technology index, the K. Technology Index has retreated by 32% year-to-date, underperforming the performance of the overall FBM KLCI Index, which is about 6% year-to-date down. The key factors weighing in, weighing down on the sector were rising interest rates, economic recession concerns, and also the escalating U.S. curbs on exports of chips to China. However, it's the worst behind for the sector and has the sector bottomed, especially with signs of inflation peaking and the Fed likely being more moderate with future rate hikes and easing of COVID-19 policies in China. What sectors within the technology space in Malaysia should investors be focusing on to ride an eventual recovery? Joining us on the line for analysis on this is Desmond Chong, Senior Analyst at UOB Kehian Securities Malaysia. Desmond, good morning. Thanks very much for joining us. Can we get your review of how technology stocks performed for the third quarter of the uh, financial year? And what were the key takeaways? Sure. Um, good morning, Shaolin, Shazana, as well as Philip. Thanks for having me today. Um, for the third quarter report cards, um, most of companies under coverage reported results which came in within expectations. Um, but to add, um, that was after a few rounds of earnings cut in the past two to three quarters. And just to share as well, from our latest channel text, while the consumer electronics segment could still be seeing softness going forward, um, of course, this is uh, with the ongoing inventory adjustment, the EV, renewable energy, as well as medical-related orders are still gaining traction. Now, we talk about these global trends that you refer to in Malaysia specifically, right? What's going to drive a more sustainable reality, re- rally for these technology stocks? You know, what local macro factors could impact uh, the drive forward for these equities? Sure. Uh, that's a very good question, uh, Philip. Thanks for that. Um, for a more sustainable rally, I would say that the turning point has to uh, premise on two things. Um, firstly, on the fundamental uh, whereby the tech company earnings have to improve year on year from here onwards. And f- on this front, um, we are already seeing more uh, some of the bright spots from the equipment players going forward. And secondly, from the valuation perspective, um, the trifecta of the inflation headlines, the Fed pivot, as well as the recession fears are still heavily uh, directing the sentiment of sector. Um, I think that these dampeners um, definitely have to cool down from here to set a base in driving valuation further. Okay, but if we look at the technology space, now mm. which end of the markets have been most vulnerable and which are then the most resilient? Sure, uh, Shaoning. So um, on this, I'll route back to my first answer just now. Mm. Uh, in particular, the consumer electronics so with respect to the uh, smartphone segment uh, is still vulnerable to downward uh, earnings revision. And on the other hand, um, those segments uh, which are riding on the mega trends, like I mentioned just now, the EV, renewable energy, medical, are still making good headways from here. What about the depreciating USD, um, uh, Desmond? Uh, I mean, that's seen as a one tailwind less for the sector, right? Do you think mm. this is, how big of an issue is this? And how are technology companies adjusting to this? 
Sure. Um, based on our sensitivity analysis, for every 1% fluctuation from base case assumption of 4.40 cents against the USD, that will impact the earnings of tech companies under our coverage by around 2 to 3%. And I would say it's rather immaterial. And on to your second question, um, I would say that generally most of the tech companies you will still be preferred to go with natural hedging, while the bigger one uh, will continue to use the forward contracts to hedge against the volatility. And Desmond, you know, within the technology space, which sector is mm. doing better? You know, is it the outsource assembly and test? Or is it the semiconductor mm. equipment makers and electronic manufacturing services? You know, keeping in mind that we've heard so much about this Inflation Reduction Act, so I'm just very keen to understand where mm. in the space do you expect the sector to outperform? Sure. Um, just to share, based on our latest ground check as well, the semicon equipment makers, or I'll call it as the SPE, right, um, should continue to, do deli- uh, to deliver relatively better earnings performance going forward. And that will be premised on the strong order book backlog as well as the longer visibility in nature. Um, in particular, um, they are actually benefiting from the mega trends that I've mentioned just now. Um, alongside the deepening of exposure of the MNCs following the US and China trade diversion. Okay, and how are local technology companies adjusting to, to some of these broader macro issues that we are seeing? One of which is, of course, US tighter restrictions mm. on the sale of semiconductor equipment to Chinese companies and chips, and also the eventual Chip Act that will come in uh, that has already been signed. Okay, um, sure. Uh, if you were to read closely um, into the disclosure of this US Chip Act as well as the latest rules tightening, um, only those advanced chips as well as the equipment related to advanced computing, um, supercomputers as well as the military or defense systems are being affected. I would say that the impact of the local tech companies um, uh, is rather immaterial for now as we do not have much exposure into this segment as yet. And finally then, Desmond, our favourite question. What's your call on this sector and your top picks? Okay, uh, thanks very much. I must say that um, your question is actually very timely. Uh, <laughs> just to note that uh, we actually upgraded the sector uh, to overweight call recently. And uh, that was uh, from our downgrade uh, a year back, exactly on the one-year annual series since December 2021. And now our contrarian overweight call is a premise, firstly, on a better risk-reward trade-off uh, post the materialization of the derating factors we have for the like of your high inflation, your recession risk, the peak level of US hawkishness, uh, which have sent devaluation down to somewhere around negative 0.5 standard deviation below its five-year mean. And in terms of uh, Busan Malaysia Technology Index, you rightly pointed out that um, year-to-date is also down by 32%. And secondly, despite the generous slowdown, um, the Malaysia tech sector is still delivering alpha growth uh, on a net-net basis, and that thanks to the um, US and China trade diversion. And thirdly, um, our empirical studies suggest that the sector upswing could be on the card. And a bit of airtime for UOB Kahian, uh, you may want to take a look at our latest report published last Wednesday. And uh, last but not least, which is on the topics as well, right? Um, for the big cap, uh, we prefer, we actually like Great Tech and Penta Master uh, for their respective uh, strong order book backlog. Um, the alpha growth as well as the strong demand visibility. And for the interest, uh, for those uh, that are looking at small cap, we actually like Coraza and BS Industry, which are the direct beneficiaries of the US and China trade diversion.
Desmond, thanks very much for speaking with us. That was Desmond Chong, Senior Analyst at UOB Kehian Securities Malaysia, ending the conversation there with um, their uh, rating of the sector, their overweight on it, and yes. some of their top picks. Um, interesting, you think it's a bargain, mostly. Cheaper, it's 0.5% <laughs> standard deviation. Didn't say it was a bargain, Philip C. Uh, but names that he likes, Pentamaster, Great Tech, Raza, I think those were the names I picked up from that conversation. Uh, yeah, Tech was pretty much unloved for 2022. Maybe that love might return next year. Yes, I think because of that 32% reduction, although I made, I think I think it was very interesting he also mentioned that we were not very much directly affected by the US-China trade tensions, but of course there's some spillover effect there. All right. Well, we're coming up to 9.29 in the morning. We're heading into the 9.30 a.m. news bulletin. And then after that, on People, Planet, Profit, our ESG show, Chong Jensan speaks to Vinish Sinha, CEO and founder of Fat Hopes Energy. That's happening after the 9.30 a.m. news bulletin. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.